That's right, Monday night, the Spiders home season opener against VMI at the Robin Center. We'll talk about that matchup and how actually Bob and I <laughs> are rivals. Our rivals that Monday night. <laughs> Can't believe it. But we'll talk about that in just a minute. But Bob had mentioned it before we went to break. I'm going to say it. I won't say Bob will say it. I'm going to say it. It's the game of the year in the state of Virginia right now. CIAA North title at stake and a berth in the CIAA championship game next week against Fayetteville State. We got Virginia State, Virginia Union at Hovey Stadium. We're going to preview this matchup first with the Trojans' perspective, and that's the head coach in his second year at Virginia State, Dr. Henry Frazier III, who is giddy, Bob. He is giddy. <laughs> about this matchup Saturday afternoon. Right, Coach? Yes, sir. I, I can't wait, man. That's it's why I came back into coaching, man. I love these kind of games. We, we talked about that earlier today. I mean, uh, 7-0 start. You mentioned that to me. It was your best coaching start ever. You had never gone 7-0 until this year. You had the hiccup against Elizabeth City. And then the the, the strong bounce back against Lincoln last Saturday when you guys scored 75 points. How how important was not only the win, but how you performed in the victory against Lincoln last Saturday to get ready for Union? I thought it was good because we got pushed around a little bit with Elizabeth City. I wasn't a very good coach, didn't get my team ready to play. And they came in our, in our place and pushed us around and got the win. So we, we came out, I think it was more so about proving something to ourselves that we wasn't as bad as we showed that week, but we also, you know, we showed we wasn't as good as we thought we were, you know. So it was one of those games that kind of get you on the back to even kill and, and and get you get you tuned up for this week. I wouldn't think there'd be any even keel about this week, Coach. How did, what's the narrative to your players this week about this game? We win, we end. Hmm. It's real simple. Hmm. We win, we in. So we win this ball game, we win the championship game. So, it, you know, and it, it, it's even sweeter because we're playing against, you know, Virginia Union, the rival right up mm-hmm. the road. So you don't have to do much to get them pumped up for that game, but it, 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 it means a little more this week. How have they responded to that this week? I mean, sometimes I think kids can get a little – over giddy to use Sean's word. How have they? What have you seen from your guys? How have you read them in practice this week? I think they're pretty locked in, pretty focused. We can't get over giddy if we're gonna stay with giddy <laughs> with a team like Virginia Union coming around because I mean they're ranked in the top ten in the nation in nine categories. They they haven't given up over twenty points all season, you know. So they're giving up ten points a game. They, you know, you can't get nothing but prepared when you're going against a juggernaut like that. I mean, they're, they're physical, they're big, you know, they're kind of mean, they're kind of nasty. They, I think they're little bullies. And I think we need to maybe tune in the bully foundation or somebody <laughs> to to get after these guys, the way they're pushing people around on film. You know, Coach, they can hear our radio station on Lombardi <laughs> Street, right? You do know they can hear you at Union, right? Yeah, man, bullying is wrong, man. You should not bully <laughs> Dr. Frazier has 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 written books about that. You don't bully. You don't bully. Yeah. yeah that's going to be the uh, fourth release when we release that book. It's called City Boy Seaman Has Courage, Not My Friend. That's what's going to be about bullying. I like it. Yeah, I so like that, it. That one will come out probably in 25 because the second book is doing so well, we got to push the release back for the third book. Back. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, we talked earlier in the season, you had a – 
great atmosphere down in Norfolk in your first game against Norfolk State, a rival with Norfolk State in the Labor Day Classic. Now this one with everything at stake. How much can maybe those guys lean on going into that type of environment, winning in that type of environment, and maybe using that and how you kind of led up to that week for Saturday's game against Union? Yeah, it's definitely a reference point because, mm-hmm. you know, it is an in-state rival, and we expecting. I mean, it was over 20,000 at that game. We're expecting whatever that uh, Hobie Field can hold, I'm sure it'll be at capacity and standing room only. So and that was an awesome atmosphere in Norfolk. So we expected it to be a little bit more intense, a little bit more intimate if I remember correctly, how close the, the stands are to oh, the yeah. field at Virginia Union. So, uh, you know, we're expecting it to be be, be bananas, so to speak. So, and, and, and you know, it's what you play these type of – you know, you, you coach and you play for these type of games. You know, let's, let's not sugarcoat it because half the teams in the country is playing their last game, packing it, turning their equipment in on Monday, and, and they're done. But we, we, we're playing meaningful football in November. And that's what it's all about. I mean, you practice, you lift weights all year, and now we're going into our last regular season of the game with of the season with a chance to go to the championship game against our crosstown rivals. Come on, man! It don't get no better than that. I love it. I love it. I, I don't really want to use this word in this question, Coach, but I guess I will. It's only your second year there at state. Did you? expect that's the word i don't really want to use because i know you expected to be in this position but how do you kind of unravel that you have gotten to be in this position in such a quick period of time for you and and your staff that have been there less than two years yeah i see 18 months to be exact (laughs) yeah we're 17 months and three weeks (laughs) and uh and, and and I didn't. I, it's a it's a bit of a surprise, but not because of the way we played last year. And, and I think I was asked this question earlier today, and, and I, I, my hat goes off to Coach Barlow and his staff because they have it was some really neat, really committed young men that they left us with. So it's just a matter of those guys buying into what I was selling, and then me adding up, you know, about fifty, fifty-five guys to the to the mix. And and the fact that we had success last year, they won three games the year before I got there, and we doubled that up with six. So I think the guys that was able to, I guess, handle off season and make it through spring ball and summer, the guys that were left, they were totally bought in. Because they were like, maybe this guy do know a little bit about about winning and and about you know building culture and things along those lines. So. I thought we had a chance to be good this year. I thought we would be a tough out, especially with, with the guys that we had. But when we had those injuries week three, week four with our quarterback, our, our, our starting running back, our, our, our top receiver, when those guys went down and then the next guys just kind of stepped up and, and then the train kept rolling, I said, wow, you know, this this could be a special year. With that being said, when what was the moment that told you we got something special here. If everything plays out right, this this can be that team that will play in November in the championship game. Yeah, it was it was Norfolk. Okay, it was Norfolk. I mean, because they they're good. They're a Division One program. They got sixty three scholarships. They got you know ten full time coaches and 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 when we went we we ran for over three hundred yards against them, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa. And then 
week two, even though it was in the rain, us beating a very good Tusculum team, mm-hmm. I said, whoa, we 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 gonna we got a chance. We gonna we gonna be a tough out down the stretch. We just gotta keep working, keep stacking good practices, keep stacking good games, and then we'll have a chance to to, to have a say so in who goes to the championship in this conference. Coach, you talked about Union's defense giving up only 10 points a game. Well, your defense only giving up about 17 points a game. What, what's making those guys so good? Yeah, and that's misleading as well. We gave up six non-defensive touchdowns oh, this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you take away 42 points, that might be 13 points yeah, a game. But I, who's absolutely. Counting? No one's counting. <laughs> no one but you, Coach. <laughs> no one's counting, you know. All right, so what makes your defense so good? Even better than what the stat sheet shows. <laughs> Actually, they've been healthy. Hmm. And that's a knock on wood. We, we, we've started the same guys. We've had one guy, middle linebacker, Tyrone Fisher, that, that was out of the lineup with an with injury. And, but then Carl Poole steps up and, and been dominant and a transfer from Liberty. So other than that, those guys have been intact. And, and, and they've been very consistent. They they, they told we, we have all position coaches this year. You didn't realize we had one coach coaching the Rovers, Sams, safeties, and cornerbacks last year. Hmm. So now we was able to dispense some things, get some part-time guys in there, and and now we have a, a, a corners coach, a, a, a safeties coach. You know, so now those guys can get get individualized coaching because they wasn't getting it last year because we were so thin. And then the guy that we had hired, he just couldn't make it to practice. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Then we were able to hire a defensive end and a defensive tackles coach. You know, so we we, kind of mixed up the responsibility. So it's five guys over there coaching versus three. and, And they responded extremely well. I think you also mentioned this week the fact that you want your players and you want your staff to impro- to embrace this moment and not, I guess, make it just another game as opposed to you always, you know, the, you know, you always say you take it one week at a time, take that next opponent. Well, this is the next opponent with the stakes so high. You want the fact that they are going to embrace the moment and everything that's going along with this game Saturday. You have to. Because, hey, look, hey, we mess around and don't win. There ain't no next week. Mm-hmm. So the beautiful thing is this doesn't happen all, all the time. And coaches got these cliches and, and one and oh this week and next next week. Nah, we're playing for a chance to go to the championship. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and and you because last year we, we, we wasn't. Last year we were playing, getting ready to pack it in. And and we were one game. If had we beat Shawan, last year's game would have been the winner go to the championship. But we didn't. So we were able to get that extra win that we needed somewhere along the way to be able to play meaningful football in November. So now it's not just another game. It's your rival, and it's a chance to make it to the championship game to win the Northern Division Championship, something that hasn't been done in six years. Mm-hmm. So nobody on this team has won a Northern Division Championship or gone to the championship in the CIAA. So it's not just another game. It's not just another game for them because I don't think they've made it to the championship in the last six or seven years or whenever the last time they made it. So it is huge. So you you understand the ramifications and you embrace it because these are things you talk about 15, 20, 30 years from from now when you come back for homecoming. You know, and as a matter of fact, when we beat Virginia State when I was the head coach at Bowie State in, I want to say, 02 
or 03, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was the winner to go to the championship. That We beat them 10-6 to 6 up at Bowie. The guys that were on that team still talk about that game going to the championship. And that was over 20 years ago. And so, no, it's not just another game. This is, this is for it all, all chance to get to the championship. And, and they don't come along often. You may want to have them every year, but you just don't. Mm-hmm. So when you get a chance to do it, Man, I, I'm so fired up because, man, <laughs> I, I just didn't know if I ever was going to be in this situation again. And, yeah. man, the, for God to bless me with another chance to, to, to try to get me another. I got about 10 rings. <laughs> man, I, I put one on my toe. Give me the 11 one. Let's go get it. All right. Let me, let me finish this up, Coach. On Saturday afternoon, our guy here, Sean Robertson, is going to be on the sideline. He's shooting highlights for Channel 6. And he's going to look really impartial, and he's going to look really <laughs> neutral. But we know better. So I want you to speak to your number one alum right now. How does his alma mater win this game Saturday afternoon? It's real simple. We have to match their physicality. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a God rest his soul. He's in my book, Big Brian. He was the bully of the neighborhood. Brownie punched me one time. I yelled for my father. My father looked out the window and looked at me and said, what you want me to do? I'm not hitting the child. I, I ain't going to jail. Shut the window and say, you cannot come back in my house. So I had to hit Brownie back in his face. And that's what we got to do. We got to hit that bully back in his face because they coming out swinging. That's the number one thing. And another, the second thing is Virginia Union is an opportunistic team. They don't make many mistakes, but they make you pay when you make mistakes. So we got to protect the ball, and we got to play mistake-free football. We got to make them drive the length of the field of score. We got to make them earn everything that they're going to get because they will force you to make a mistake, and when they do, they capitalize on it 90% of the time. So we hit that bully back in the face, minimize our mistakes, and make them earn everything. My number one fan and alumni going to be interviewing us next week as we get ready for Salem, Virginia. Enough said. I love it. Wow. I love it. One o'clock kickoff at Hovey Stadium. Virginia State, Virginia Union, winner take all, CIAA North title, and the birth and the championship game next Saturday against Fayetteville State. That was head coach Dr. Henry Fraser III. Thanks as always, coach. I will see you Saturday. Hopefully, we're going to try to get Bob out there too <laughs> and see him at, at Hovey Stadium as well for the showdown. That'd be fun. Thank you, All Coach. Right. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Good Anytime. luck. Yep. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Wow, I got fired up. See? <laughs> I think it's better to be fired up than giddy, Sean. I'm ready to suit up. Yeah, as a, as a football coach, I think you want to be fired up, not Well, giddy. he said giddy once. He did say giddy. He said giddy he once to me. But then, yeah, he, he like I said, when we talked earlier today, he was so excited about this game and just, like you said, you know, a couple years ago he got the job at Virginia State, not really knowing – if he'll get another opportunity, and, and in 18 months, he's got this team a win away from playing in the conference championship game. And I, I he that was a question. I said it was. Were you surprised about it? Good word. And too. he said it was. Yeah. He thought he was. I was surprised just, by his answer. Yeah. Actually, he said he was a little surprised given, I guess you know how late he came in in 22, but he he gave a lot of credit to Reggie Rollo. He had a lot of talent mm-hmm. from that 21 team to stay with those additions and meshing them together. I think the offseason was huge. Having that full offseason with him and his staff and that recruiting class, that first recruiting cycle as well, was very beneficial and being in the transfer portal for that first year as well. He says he's going to do the same thing again, get some more high school players, but go in that portal 
uh, next year. He he hopes this is going to be a a more consistent theme of getting to this position year after year after year, but he cannot wait for Saturday against Virginia Union. You know what I want to do with this interview? I want to, not because of anything you or I did that was all that great, but the <laughs> things that he had to say. I want to send this interview to every player and every coach at Ohio State and Georgia and Michigan and Florida State and Penn State and Alabama and Oklahoma mm-hmm. and let them listen to the passion and the pride and the emotion mm-hmm. that he had, and yet he talked about scrounging up enough coaches yes. to fill out a staff, to have coaches that are coaching three and four positions, to have part-time coaches mm-hmm. doing what they're doing, and let those big boy schools understand the passion and how important this football is to them. you got to win at any cost. If that means you've got to pull Peter to Rob Paul or something like that, that's what you got to do, and that's how, uh, you know, for our HBCUs, Virginia State, Virginia Union, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes it all, it doesn't always result in successful seasons. This year, that has been the exception mm-hmm. with Virginia State to be in this position. And hats off to those guys that were willing to take that position to be a part of the organization and, and, and to, in a certain way, better themselves or present themselves better for a potential full-time job should it come in uh, come into place. You're going to ask the same great questions in an hour? We're going to do our best. You will. We're going to do our I best. know you will. We're going to do our best. Will. All right, that's half the story of Virginia State, Virginia Union, the Union side coming up at 5.30 this afternoon. Let's get a break in here before we get to the top of the hour. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> that, that was a great conversation. And I will not wear orange and blue. I'm not going to wear orange and blue. I'm going to be very neutral. It might be black or something like that, but I'm not I'm not going to show any favoritism. I will, int- I will re- uh, interview the winner, whoever it is, just like I normally do during the course of the I year. I know you will. But that was fun. I like both teams I until know. they play each other, and then I got to go for my alma mater. Yeah, there you do. Yeah. And you're in a fortunate situation where both teams are really good this they year. They are too, so really good. You've had a lot of good things going. Uh, we're going right back after the break. 1061 ESPN. Spiders? Well, you've got them. 1061 ESPN is your exclusive radio home for all things Spiders athletics in the River City all year long. All right, I have been told by Bob Black I have to be impartial in this segment of the sports huddle. And I'm confident you will be. I am, and 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 Dr. Alvin Parker will let me know that because we've been we, we, we've been doing his uh, we've been doing his podcast right. this season uh, and and to great results as we got Dr. Alvin Parker joining us here on the sports huddle to give us the union perspective of the game of the year. In the CIAA, Virginia State, and Virginia Union, I've been impartial for the for the most part, right, Coach? I feel like you have. Uh, I, th- I, I thought so, but I know I know what color you wear. <laughs> but hey, I'm not no orange and blue. I will not wear <laughs> orange and blue on Saturday. Whoever wins, if it's you or Frazier, I will handle that post game interview with professionalism and decorum. And if you guys win, I will be rooting for you guys against Fayetteville State in the championship game uh, next Saturday. So I got you. I got you. Got you. Gotcha. Um, we heard how Frazier was excited about this game for, for his obvious reasons. Where is your excitement level for Saturday at home with everything on the table, winner take all, against your arch rivals, Virginia State? I think you live for games like this. You know, um, you know, you, you coach your, your career and 
and you, and you get some big games, but I, I don't think I've coached in one bigger than this. You know, so, you know, it's going to be, you know, for all the marbles, you know, against the rival, you know, at home. I mean, you know, it's just all the build-up, you know, and I think the guys have done a good job on both sides with down with Virginia State and, and all guys as well to, to put us both in position for something like this. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. So if you haven't coached in one this big, I would assume your players haven't played in one this big. How have you read them this week, Coach? What have you seen from them as they prepare for this one? I mean, it's just been kind of just regular. You know, we haven't done anything different in terms of preparation or, or, or put anything, you know, different in terms of the week, how that goes. You know, we've done everything we've done, you know, um, the other nine weeks, so to speak. You know, so our guys know that. You know, we have a routine around here, and it's kind of, you know, um, when we follow it, we feel like we get some good things that happen. So we stayed on our normal routine. You know, um, everything that I, I normally do during the week, you know, I, I've done. You know, um, up until right now, I'm at my son's middle school game. You know, <laughs> by, by the way, he got two touchdowns. Today. There you go. So you know, I'm plugging him. So, but yeah, I, I, just stick to the normal schedule. That's it. You got that on. You got that on your cell phone. You got those touchdowns on your cell phone. Oh yeah. yeah uh, there, you <laughs> there you go. There you go. I I think I asked you also this week about the guys embracing the moment and you know, can you make this a normal game? And I think you were echoing the same sentiments as Frazier in the fact that this is not going to be just a normal game given what's at stake for both teams and given the fact that you're playing your arch rival and really you are determining the fate of their existence the rest of the season. If you win, you win. If they lose, they're out. Exactly, man. That's how it goes. You know, I think, um, you know, we prepare for something like this. I feel like, you know, we've been kind of close every year. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we know what the recipe is. You know, um, now we're just kind of getting over the hump. You know, last year we were right there. You know, this year we put ourselves in a position where we're kind of right there again, you know. So, you know, it's just kind of time to kind of go out there and play. You know, I don't know how, how quick start they can get here, <laughs> you know. But, you know, um, you know, the guy's kind of chopping at the bit. The, the staff is kind of chopping at the bit. But, you know, it's, it's it's a good feeling to be, you know, right here. We're embracing the moment. And, you know, um, we're just, just really, really looking forward to it. Coach, the offense normally gets the headlines, and certainly your offense is is justified in that 40, 40 plus points a game. And Jada Byers having another another great season. But then there's the old cliche: defense wins championships. Um, how good is your defense? I mean, I see the stats, but but how good is this defense? Well, that cliche uh, speaks volumes to me uh, this year. You know, um, <laughs> they've kept us in games. They put us in great position. You know, um, I mean, maybe. Uh, of the nine games we played, I would think four of those they've held teams to negative yards rushing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you don't just snarf at anything that you're number one at. We're number one in rush defense. We're like number three in total defense. All of these are national stats. So you know, um, them guys are playing their butts off. You know, um, so <laughs> defense definitely wins championships. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Although most people probably would associate me with being an offensive guy, but um. Our defense is fun to watch. <laughs> Those guys over there are extremely fun to watch. And and opportunistic. That was, I think, a, a word that Frazier had talked about. You guys are opportunistic on the defense. And I, I remember the Lincoln game when the the punt snap, I think, on their first series, it goes over their head. You get the touchdown. I think you block the punt the next time on a short field, and you take advantage. Is that something that is 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 not preached but is coached throughout the course of the week about how opportunistic we have to be defensively, not only to give our offense a short field, but, you know, if we got an opportunity to score, let's put more pressure on the opposing uh, opposing team. 
Yeah, that's kind of what we do. We want to try to score every chance we give. You see, our defense has scored a few touchdowns this year. Yeah. Our special teams have scored a few touchdowns this year. And, um, of course, people know what the offense does. But, you know, um, we want to just make it happen. I think we got a team full of playmakers on both sides. And those guys on both sides, you know, make up our special teams. You know, um, so a lot of times when, you know, people might see special teams as a down-off or something that, you know, you don't necessarily have to play – People are excited to play special teams for us, and you know you can see the results this year. You know, so I'm happy about those guys as well. The word we kept hearing about your team as we've talked is physicality, and mm-hmm. and and the level of physicalness. Um, what's the pride level in that, and where does that kind of come from, Coach? That's kind of you know what Union was built on from the time I played here. You know, you want to be known as a physical ball club. You know, so you know you just want to make sure that you're doing everything. Like you know, uh, we feel like we're a line of scrimmage team. On both sides, you know, um, we lead the league in rushing offense. We lead the league in rushing defense. So, you know, you just want to make sure you're physical up front. I think, you know, you win games up front. So, you know, um, that's kind of where it starts at, you know, and I think we've done that. So, you know, being physical is kind of, you know, uh, a mark of mine. And I think those guys take on the same identity as me. And it seems like it doesn't matter who gets the credit. You know, we talk about Jada and we've talked about Curtis Allen, what he did in his time as a starter. Also, Rashai, when he had that big game against Livingstone, it just seems like they take so much pride on doing what they need to do, and sometimes it gets overlooked. But when they do their job, it makes everybody look that much better. Absolutely. I think, you know, um, if you can get to the point where, you know, um, it doesn't matter who gets the credit, everybody just really cares about winning, you know, um, you got a special team. And I think that's who we are. You know, and I think, you know, people got a chance to see that. I hate for it to kind of be – you know, put in the position that it was because we got to see that when Jada went down, mm-hmm. you know. So when he went down, you really got to see the makeup of the team. And I've been telling people the whole season, we got we got special guys everywhere. You know, Jada gets the headlines because he deserves them because, you know, if you ever seen him play, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, it gave a chance for, for what I've been saying, you know, since the spring about, you know, we have a ton of playmakers to kind of step up. You know, Jada missed about three and a half games, mm-hmm. you know, if you total all the time up. And we kind of kept it rolling. And we had some success out of that room and, and out of the whole offense. So, you know, it, that, that showed a lot. You know, it was it was a moving point right there. But, you know, we just got a, we just got a special team. And I love really coaching these guys. It, it sounds like you knew that when it started, when, when you guys reconvened in, in August, that, that you had a pretty good idea that this team could be where it is today? I did. You know, um, you know I just, you know, when we, when we, we came in, it was just kind of like, you know, um, we felt like we had all the pieces to the puzzle. We just had to put the puzzle together, you know. Um, it, and it was a kind of good thing to see. And, it, and as a coach, you get a little anxious sometimes. You got that much talent, and it's kind of right there in your face because it was kind of we were looking off of what what last year was. But mm-hmm. I think this team, you know, made an effort to make sure that they created their own identity and, and that they um, put themselves in position for you know what was going to come to them. And these guys have, you know, so. You know, like I said, they've created their own identity, and they play like it. If you came to watch us the last few weeks or early in the season, you can kind of see it. And like I said, as a coach, you know, it's been exciting to coach, and it's been great to watch. Hey, Coach, going back to that stretch when Jada went out, was that like the moment where, I mean, I, I, you knew what you had, but that moment when he was he was out and they really didn't miss a beat to a certain degree, was that the moment where you said, okay, this 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 is showing me maybe a, maybe a little bit more? But it's showing me that we we got something really really special here at Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think it did, you know. Um, but like I said, Sean, I think I had saw it already, you know. Yeah. So you know, it was kind of time for the world to see it. But um, 
I never wanted it to be shown that way. <laughs> you, know, you, never, you never wanted your best guy to be down, in a sense. But, you know, um, those guys stepped up, and they stepped up to the plate, and, and, and they battled. So I was happy about that, you know. And then it was just a matter of just making sure, you know, we did enough, you know, mm-hmm. um, on every phase, of the, uh, every phase of the game to kind of keep it trucking. You know, um, we go back to that, that week four game when we played Fairville, mm-hmm. and um, we ended up playing it in a tropical storm, you know, because um, we had to play it, you know, and I think, you know, people looked at that and judged our team a whole lot. You know, um, I, and I, I hate for our team to be judged for playing a game in a tropical storm because mm-hmm. nobody else in the country had to do it. You know, um, except for Fayetteville, of course. You know, but um, it, 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 I think that game just kind of gave us a hard reset, and, and we came back, and these guys are ready to rock and roll. Uh, if there is a number one thing to be successful Saturday, Coach, what is it? Uh, <laughs> You know, um, they're a good ball club, so it's kind of tough to say one thing because I mm-hmm. think, you know, Coach Frazier does a great job down there. And, you know, you can talk about how physical our bunch is, but he has a physical bunch too, you know. So it's going to be, you know, whoever I think can win the line of scrimmage, you know, um, whoever, you know, does the simple things like, you know, have the least amount of turnovers mm-hmm. and all those type of things like that that go into two and two good teams get together, you know, who has the least amount of penalties, all of those outliers that, you know, you got to make sure that, that, that you don't get beat on. As long as those things are in place, I think, you know, um, whoever wins those type of battles will have a good chance of coming out on top of this game. It's going to be a lot of emotion uh, at Hovey Stadium Saturday, not only for the division title and the birth and the championship game, it is also senior day for a lot of, for a lot of the seniors uh, for Virginia Union playing their final home game of the regular season, and it's the old Douglas Wilder Classic. So a lot of anticipation for this game on Saturday, and I will see you over there, Coach, uh, on Saturday for, uh, for the game of the year. In the, in the CIAA, and I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys for having me on. Thanks, thanks Coach. coach. And, right, thank you. Thanks. You probably could have stopped after saying game of the year, not just in the CIAA. I think it could be in the state. I, and I kind of wanted to ask him this, Sean, but I think this is question is probably better for, for after the game because right. this doesn't matter win or lose. But do they kind of understand – the spotlight that they've they've earned and put themselves in to showcase mm-hmm. CIAA football, Division II football, mm-hmm. college football in the state that's not named Virginia or mm-hmm. Virginia Tech or JMU or it that kind that that they they are showcasing uh, something really special here. I think they I think they they understand the magnitude of what's in front of them. I know I talked to a couple of the the players at Union. And they were saying the same thing, almost like what Frazier, that this is why we came here. Mm-hmm. This is our mm-hmm. chance to put the brand out there, to show the country what not only CIAA football, but Virginia Union football is all about. And I just, you know, two teams, eight and one, six and one in the conference, no looking over their shoulder. Everything's in front of them. I mean, it's you couldn't ask for it. It's supposed to be a great day weather-wise out there, hopefully a sellout crowd at Hovey Stadium. Weather's going to be great. Weather's going to be great. And I've covered this rivalry probably since 96, and I have not had this much excitement and buzz about this rivalry game since I've I've been a part of it. Uh, You know, like I said, either with our school paper, our radio station, or at Channel 6. No game has been this hype before until this year. I can't wait. You deserve to be on the sideline. (laughs) For this one. Wish I was in the booth. That's a whole different story yeah. too. But 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 you know, being on the sideline, you get a different feel. You get to see the emotions on the sleeve. You feel the crowd mm-hmm. right there. So and no, and it's not gonna be cold. So I don't have to wear an overcoat, and <laughs> I don't have to have the rain stuff. So yeah, this it's it's gonna be fun 
It's going to be fun out there Saturday. All right. You need to go. You're going to be cold tonight, so you yes. better have uh, the choppers out there gearing up. I hope it's warmed I think the up. the heat is on in the chopper. Where's oh. the chopper headed tonight? The chopper is going east to king and queen. We, I've got like a rivalry weekend. It's like yeah. we got king and queen and king William tonight. I've got Benedictine and Trinity for the private ranks, and then I've got state and union on Saturday. So, I mean, this is rivalry weekend. I'm, I'm we just, send the best to the best. Hell, you know. There you go. And then Monday, we got our... No, I'm just, <laughs> right. <laughs> now, speaking of the best, I'm going to give you one minute here. We haven't really publicized this very much, because I'm not really sure how to frame this, Uh-oh. AJ. Uh-oh. But there's some changes coming here at 1061 ESPN. I heard that. Yeah, Robert Ole, our, our program director for last year, sports director, he's basically leaving nobody ever leaves in their entirety like mitchell bradley is still hanging around yeah. uh, robert is also leaving the full-time position but he's be, hanging around but he's hanging around so aj just wanted to follow in the footsteps of mitchell and robert <laughs> so he's kind of leaving but my gut tells me it's not the last time we're going to see you aj Oh, I'll always be around. See, I knew that already. But I figured i'd give you sean an opportunity since you've had the great pleasure to work with aj yeah it's been a short time but you know, I, I think you you're one of the and I've said we've worked with a lot of producers, but you're oh, yes we have. you're one of those you're one of those producers that really gets a feel of the talent. And when I say the talent, just speaking about whoever is hosting that show, we could say something. I, I joke with you the day I, I filled in for Bob. I had said something about coming to America in the next break. There's a sound. There's clip. a song. So it's not like you know he's just you know moving the buttons, pushing the buttons, and everything like that. You're paying attention to what your host is saying and following his or her feel with the show. And I think he's got a great, great feel with that. And I know you do that with your background uh, with media, but I think you are, you do a really good job of getting a feel of what the host wants to talk about. And then you kind of lead them into either continuing down that road or going in another path and they just follow you with it. And I think you, you one, one of the best at doing that. I appreciate that, brother. Don't make me cry. <laughs> we're saying try to make you stay. That's why we're saying it. But we've been here. And I'll tell you what, I've bragged about that uh, Sean Only show. I love all my hosts, obviously, but that <laughs> Sean Only show was was tight. We 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 ran through that one. We had a good, we had a good, good time. We had a good time with them. When he threw that coming to America, I'm like, oh, okay. He's, he, I'm like, we got that. We got that. So that was, that was a fun show. You can always go back and listen to that on, on demand on the <laughs> ESPNRichmond.com. There you go. There you go. That's where what, I misspelled his last name. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh. <laughs> I did, and it pains me. I take it all back. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, you go get yes, the chopper. Yes, I'm going into the chopper. All right. Safe travels. And, and, um, and we'll see you somewhere over the weekend. Yes. Rivalry weekend everywhere. And I'll leave your extension here. Your, Thank you. Leave yeah. the adapter there. <laughs> and uh, AJ and I will come back and wrap things up for uh, this sports huddle. I'm not on tomorrow. Day off tomorrow. So we'll wrap it up. Um, really not on Monday either because I got spider basketball. So got a little hiatus coming here. Uh, AJ and I to finish up the Thursday feel good edition of the sports huddle next on 1061 ESPN.